What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Maxwell Kosmolsky. Joined with me is my co-host, Nolan Claypeck. And of good? course, we have audio master, Jay Cotter. Yo, yo. Welcome to the New School Project. Let's go. Thanksgiving, baby. Yeah, you guys have a great Thanksgiving? Oh, my God. I did. Eat a lot of food? Yeah, I also saw the Lions, you know, barely lose to the Buffalo Bills. And I watched our whole city just be devastated, bro. You know, I saw a post online and it was saying, you know, uh, Lions fans have the most interesting Thanksgiving tradition. It's right before dinner is served. We basically just get kicked in the nuts every year. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as funny as the one from Family Guy where Brian gets thrown into a, a lion's cage uh, at a zoo on Thanksgiving Day. And he, he looks and he sees two lions in front of him and he's like, shouldn't you guys be in Detroit losing a football game right now? Oh, man. Yeah, so family guys poking fun at our fucking team. I did have... Um, Rightfully so, though. I did have my favorite side, though. What was your guys' favorite side? My favorite side? It's, it's, that's a tough one. I'd say it's between mashed potatoes or my mom makes this uh, butternut squash souffle. That's pretty ridiculous. And it should totally be a dessert, but for whatever reason, we serve it with the main meal, and I'm just fucking down with it. <laughs> Fire. My mom makes these homemade rolls, and they're absolutely amazing. Homemade rolls? Yeah, from scratch. I, yeah, I, I pig out on those. I like that stuffing out of a box, dude. That's yeah. where I'm at. I'm like, yeah, a little stuffing, a little bit of water, cook it up, fluff it up. No need to complicate things. Yeah, it's weird how we only eat stuffing on Thanksgiving. Like, have you ever ate stuffing not on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I probably have it. <laughs> I probably have it five or six times a year at least. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that is absurd to me. That's what I was saying. Like, what? What do you when? maybe maybe four or five? I don't know. Other just... holidays are just like in general. Sometimes it comes into the meal rotation. Both, I guess. Both. That's even more confusing than if you, you were just to say either or. Yeah. What yeah sometimes on holidays and sometimes just makes its way into the rotation. What do you part it with? I don't know. Anything? What does that even mean? Like, like green beans, steak, and mashed potatoes is like that's like a meal, right? It's like a common meal. You part the green beans with the mashed potatoes and the steak. What would you do stuffing with that's not Thanksgiving dinner? Maybe green beans, mashed potatoes, and steak. And stuffing. Are you guys, are you guys hearing I don't know. This? Are you guys hearing this? Sue me. I don't. I don't know. I will. We're, I'm gonna bring legal action towards you for eating stuffing on a day that's not Thanksgiving or the day after. We're just All giving right. Max shit because uh, you know who who eats stuffing six times a year. It's like I, I get it once a year and I'm like, this is crazy. Stuffing's back. You know. It is delicious. So like I'm not knocking it. Oh, I'm just no. like I'm. I've never, never heard of that. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually envious. Yeah, it's you like, know, at this point, I'm like, damn. Well, I, I think I'm thinking, missing out. I was thinking maybe like a Christmas dinner or something like that with the ham. Maybe for whatever reason you guys do stuffing, but the fact that it just brings its way into random meals throughout the year, not for a special occasion. That's I feel like that's the part that's blowing my mind. I would never, don't really think to add that as a side. All, all the crazy shit I eat, and you guys are perplexed with the fucking stuffing right. quantity I have in a year's time. Just for our viewers' sake, and then we'll get back on track, but top three craziest things you've ever ate. Uh, number one... Is it eaten? Ate? Eaten. Eaten? <laughs> number one, I cracked a chicken skull open, and I ate its brain. Uh, uh, a chicken stomach. And... 
I don't know. Uh, chicken feet isn't that crazy. Poor <laughs> uh, chicken! <laughs> no, we, no, we eat chicken feet all the time. It goes in uh, boiled chicken. We literally just throw everything from the chicken in there besides the feathers. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, the other one, probably the balut, the duck fetus. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, as long as I don't get sick, I'll eat it. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the holiday season. Holiday season. Do do do. You just love singing that copyrighted music. Yeah. Well, all right. So Thanksgiving, it's a time to be thankful for everything, man. The food that we just talked about, fucking clean water, you know? I just uh I processed a deer the other day um with John. Did you gut it, or did you actually butcher it up? <clears throat> I butchered it. I didn't gut it, though. I think that was done in the field. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was weird, but I was so thankful, and I was connected with my food and everything. And uh, it, and you guys know. You guys know. I love the alone show. I can't be a hypocrite. I got to learn how to do some of this shit. So I, I was proud of myself, and I learned a lot, and I went over there just to learn, and now I know how to do it, and uh, nice. proud of myself. I want to learn how to uh, do a bear a bear? Yeah. I mean, I'll, there's, I've been applying for years, and I got seven points going into next year for a bear mm-hmm. permit. That's a lot. Uh, but I don't know if I'd actually be able to butcher it or even want to try to, but I think it'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, gutting it is one thing. That's, that's easy. You just pull the shit out, cut it, pull the shit out. But butchering <laughs> a fucking bear, I don't know. Yeah. No, I never really process my own deer. We always have someone else do it, but we'll say I've always been kind of curious on how they make those fucking snack sticks, dude. If I had the ability to just make snack sticks anytime. Dude, I can teach you, bro. Like, we just need a smoker. and I uh, have a smoker. Yeah, we can do it, bro. Holy shit. Yeah. You hear that, belly? Yeah. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it's the holiday season, and uh, we thought that we would talk about, um, we thought we'd talk about freedom in the mind, and. I just want to say, like, I am so thankful for freedom. I'm thankful for you guys, for my life, for our business, for for everything that we're doing, you know. And uh, I think that having freedom of the mind has allowed us to even get this far. And I'm just so proud of us and so thankful for this life, man. It's fucking crazy, honestly. It is. It's really crazy. Freedom of the mind, such a wide topic. What what does that mean to you guys? Uh, Nolan, you want to start? Um, freedom, freedom of the mind to me is somewhere along, um, having the opportunity to be great, you know, and, and what I mean by being great is like having the opportunity to, um, do what you want to do, uh, live how you want to live, say what you want to say and exercise the rights that we are given. Um, and like in a, in like good context, like in, in doing the right thing. That, that's kind of freedom of the mind. And I know that it's, you know, freedom is separate from good and bad, right? But uh, just to me, it, it, it's about, like, having the ability to do the right thing almost, you know? And uh, to love and to build, man. I want to build. Like fucking Bob the Builder, baby. <laughs> that's freedom of the mind to me. The, uh, the opportunity and the ability to be great. And what I think is great is somebody that does the right thing and uh, is very <clears throat> in tune with themselves and uh, in tune with their community and with this life, you know. So that's freedom of the mind to me. What about you, Max? Uh, 
I think it's just about having control over your mind and not allowing other influences to control it. Mm-hmm. For example, if, you know, if some guy flips me off while I'm driving and I end up fucking ruining the next 60 minutes of my day because I'm all ass hurt, then I, I mean, that guy stole the freedom of my mind from me. Mm -hmm. So my own individual thought and control over my mind. And in order to obtain that, you know, we'll get into that, but I think there's a lot of things that do tie into there. I think freedom of the mind is dependent on your personal freedom as well. And that's pretty much it. Just not allowing outside influences to dictate, you know, your state of mind. Mm-hmm. If you don't allow other influences to control how you feel, then you've got freedom of the mind. You know, that, that makes a lot of sense to me, especially with what, after what I said, you know, what, with what you said, I feel like is more like textbook. Like that is like, like having a free mind. I think what I was saying like was directly related to maybe freedom in general, but what you said I think does pertain to like having the mind be free, you know, which I appreciate that perspective. I didn't really think about it. I almost feel like I didn't answer the question properly, but. No. <laughs> well, hey, we're, we're tossing out ideas. We're all learning from each other and gaining new perspectives. Yeah, and honestly, I think that the points that you brought up surrounding freedom are, and freedom of the mind, you really didn't, Oh, mess up answering the question. I think that one thing you brought up that I thought was really interesting is uh, the freedom to to make the right choices and to to be a good person. Mm-hmm. And that's a uh, that that's that's a big thing because circumstances can impact somebody's uh, ability to make the right choices and even to abide by their their own moral code because of outside influences. Outside influences can impact somebody and cause them to not have faith in their own decisions Mm -hmm. and their own decision-making processes and faith in their own mind. And uh, I'd say that that's a... I mean, if if you're being restricted from outside influences and those outside influences are causing you to not achieve the goals that you want to achieve and be acting the way you want to act, that isn't freedom of the mind, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, I, I heard this thing the other day, which I, I've heard it so many times, like, somebody saying it's either the carrot or the stick, you know, and I never want either, you know, because it's, like, somebody, like, either dangling a carrot for you, you know, and maybe it forces you to do something you don't want to do, but it really, it pulled you to do something you didn't want to do, or it's the stick, where like they forced you to do it, you know, and I never want to be in that situation. I feel like the mind is so powerful and what it attracts, you know, um, like if if you have freedom of the mind, it, it'd probably be very hard for somebody to come in and, you know, change that or take that away from you, especially yeah. if you practice it a lot. You if, know? They, if they take away your physical freedom, then I think it's so much easier to take away freedom in your mind. So why, why is freedom of the mind important to you guys, like, in your own life? Like, how, what's a scenario where, like, <clears throat> it was extremely important to you guys to have freedom of the mind in a decision you made, in a relationship, in a circumstance, in, you know, in, in whatever, you know, in life? I think it's important because it's required to maintain my happiness, at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the freedom in my mind is destroyed, then I'm probably not happy. Uh, 
And I guess in regards to a scenario, uh, I felt the freedom of my mind being under attack while we were getting our physical freedoms taken away. Mm -hmm. You know, we saw the right to free speech get compromised. We saw censorship, the right to, you know, not take a fucking big pharma injection. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that was interrupting our freedom. Uh, I mean, our right to bear arms has been compromised, not completely and not in our state at all, but we have seen that around. And I think the deg that's a slow degradation of our freedoms, which will uh, end up taking away the freedom of our mind. So there's an example, and it's important because for me, my happiness is dependent on it. My peace is dependent on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, my will to just keep striving and going forward in life is mm -hmm. dependent on it. If I don't have that, I probably won't be striving for shit. If I don't have that, I probably won't be happy or nearly as happy. So, that's that. Jay? Yeah, uh, jumping off what you said, I think that if, if you don't have freedom in the mind, and like we were referencing earlier, then you don't have the ability to have faith in your own decisions and to act the way that you want to act and abide by your own moral code. And uh, I think it's, uh, it's just really, really slippery slope because once you start losing your freedom of the mind, then all of these outside factors that can restrict your freedom uh, become so much heavier. I mean, because once, mm -hmm. once someone starts getting broken down, then you pile on uh, stress, anxiety, self-consciousness, their own ego pushing against all of those forces. It really, it just, it restricts somebody from being able to uh, act as, as they want to. And there's all kinds of other outside forces that do that as well. Uh, pressure to conform to social norms. And one of the biggest things in today's modern society is uh, the pressure to, to not be wrong, especially on the internet, because... I mean, you're talking, you, you say something that you could really believe, and then everybody really jumps on you, oh, and yeah. um, I mean, you're, you're vilified. But the fear of being wrong really just restricts us from taking leaps and attempting to move forward. The, the fear of failure can be paralyzing. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, when... And with the, slope, the with the slope thing on how what's coming once your mind is kind of like that, you know, like it's almost like, oh, shit, like now now like I have this fear of failure and, and then like my mind isn't like thinking the right things and like attracting the right things. I'm not taking care of myself the way I want it. And then it is a slippery slope, bro. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the fear of, of failure online, too, specifically uh, that. Um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought a little bit. No, my bad. I interrupted you a little bit. You were talking about how, like, the freedom to be wrong is a slippery slope in, in like, or the, the freedom, like... Fear of you, failure. The fear of failure um, is relating to, <clears throat> like, the freedom that you have in the mind, you know, in terms of you want to say some things, and it's all right to be wrong, you know? I mean... Our parents probably had things they said like 20 years ago that if they were on film, like we're on film all the time, they'd probably be like, holy shit. Like, yeah, and actually you just reminded me what I was going to say. Let's get it. The fear of being wrong 
restricts people from challenging the status quo. And if we just stay in this fucking murky, these murky waters, if everybody's scared to say anything, then we're never really going to move forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, people, a, a line people say nowadays is, is trust, trust the science, which science is just a... It's, it's a contradictory statement. It's, science it's an is ever-changing. Yeah, it's an ever-evolving, just analytical way of looking at things. And you know what the, the biggest basis of sciences and this is uh there's there's a reason you know there's there's not a lot of laws in science because in order for something to be considered a universal law it needs to be challenged so heavily that it can never like it, it's been essentially proven that it cannot be disproven mm -hmm. and everybody constantly needs to be challenging everything or else we're never going to find out the places where we're actually wrong. And just because you're challenging an idea or trying to dissect an idea and look at it from a different perspective, I mean, that doesn't even mean that you truly believe that this is going to be the outcome or that will be the outcome. You're just trying to figure out what the outcome is and analyze the situation as a whole. Yeah, hell yeah. That, that's totally relevant to today because right now, if you challenge the status quo... And I could get into the specifics, but honestly, there's enough different scenarios where I can just leave it broad. You go to challenge the status quo, you get fucking shut down. You get censored, you get called a terrorist, you get called a fucking roach, you get, you know, mm -hmm. get called a ultra MAGA or whatever. I mean, it can be anything. Mm -hmm. And they, they are shutting down the ability to, you know, converse and work through this shit. Trust the science. That's... That's to get us to shut the fuck up, and it's just them saying my word is, is you know, king, whatever, yeah. whatever the the phrase is. And you know the funny thing about the whole trust the science thing is, is I'm trusting the science by contributing to the process of systematically ripping apart every single thing and analyzing everything to fuck see yeah. what's right and wrong. That is trusting science. Analyzing everything and really just trying to prove shit wrong. No, I love I love I love what you said, bro. Like if you really think about it, like these people saying like this is this is how it is. This is what's fact, right? And then if you challenge it, right, um, they're like, no, 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 just go back in your corner, right? Just go back in your corner. What you have to say um, is wrong. Like, you're socially wrong, you're politically wrong, or whatever you want to say, that's, right? That's the biggest but red flag it, you can ever see. It's literally leading us to getting to nowhere, like, no answers, because there's no friction, there's no positive friction, like, yeah, it, and there's just no communication. And a lot of times, these trust the science motherfuckers, they want you to trust the data that they fucking gave you. You know, they're, they're not telling you to, they're, they only tell you to trust the shit that they say. And it's like, their word is everything, nothing else matters. And it is a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. And I think that could degrade our entire society. I mean, if it continues to go on longer, that's why it's important that we're talking about this. Yeah, well, and the funny thing, once again, is it, it's degrading our society, but in reality, it's really just society eating its own tail by internally judging everybody and applying these pressures to conform to this rigid structure that's, mm -hmm. I mean, it, that's causing its own destruction. And that's, I think, one of the biggest things that can restrict freedom of the mind are these social pressures. And um, we keep talking about the... Well, um, restricting, you, you can't be wrong anymore. 
Mm-hmm. You, can't, you, you, can't, you can't fail. And failure is the only way to really grow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think about everything. Your muscles ripping apart, then building, you lifting a bar you never got to lift before because you failed and you failed and your muscles fucking tore apart and you stacked them with protein and fucking boom. And you lift that weight and shit. And that's a big deal. And it's a big deal to, like, have a spotter and have a team. And, and we're all on the same fucking team, you know? So we need to have a, a conversation, you know? Like, if, if we were, like, like, if what I said just was, like, this is what we're doing, this is fact, blah, 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 we'd get nowhere, right? We, would, we wouldn't be anywhere close to fucking here, right? But when every single one of us has our opinion and we listen to each other's opinion and, and we get to like um, a place where maybe we don't all agree, but maybe we have an understanding and like some perspective that we took from that other person because we're open-minded, you know, that, that, is like respecting, that is like respecting freedom of the mind and respecting like what we've built. Like when people have these conversations, it's then led to like laws and, and things that built like the greatest nation ever, man, like America. And, and that doesn't ha- have to do with like our government, that has to do with the fucking people, man. Like the people, we decide, you know? We're, we're like united, in, uh, I can't say the, the whole uh, Star Spangled Banner, or what is it, the uh, Pledge of Allegiance? But some of the things that are said in that are like true, man. It's like for unity and, and for all of us, man. And when we don't have those conversations, it, it's really heartbreaking. And it honestly makes you not have freedom of the mind. Like makes you think that you can't do what you set out to do in this life. And makes you feel like you can't talk to your uncle about certain things and things like that. Or, you know, maybe you don't want to see see your uncle because he's got this view and it's like man that's your fucking uncle man like just talk to him hear him out you know like and i think that we could all do a little bit more of that in terms of like practicing freedom of the mind which we can do through you know physical activity and things like that and having a correct vessel um did we go in on that yet for our personal ways that we all yeah, achieve freedom yeah, of the mind you, yeah. you you said Exercise. I know that's been instrumental towards you becoming free in your mind. Yeah. Well, it's also on the fact that if you don't, if you don't believe in yourself, and if you're scared, or if you have fear, fear of being wrong, or fear of losing, you're never going to perform 100%. So then you don't even get to where you want to go, anyways, right? And then on top of that, it's also like when I, at least when for me, when I don't feel like physically fit, or I know that like I'm slipping. My mind doesn't work. At, like I don't have as much cognitive ability. It doesn't. It's not as fast. Like I uh, have less emotional intelligence. I have less time for gratitude and and like caring about the people, or maybe even seeing things that I do need to care about. They just they slip away, you know. So like for me, practicing free of the mind exercise has been a big deal. But it 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 could be walking. It could be literally anything. Just a little bit of self care. You know, and I, I practice it through taking care of that in the morning, so that I can come into my environment, my community, and and do the best for those people. Because I already got a full glass to fill, you know, this morning. So now it's time to pour. But the perspective and understanding on freedom is a big deal, and I think we should talk about that. Um, did you have something to talk about with the physical um, aspects of freedom of the mind? 
Like, do you have a way that you feel good about what you're doing? I know you go on long walks and listen to entire Pink Floyd albums. Uh, wait, so what's the question? Like, like the, like, what is it? How do you, how have you used physical, um, physical freedom to help with freedom of the mind? Uh, Or is there another way that you achieve freedom of the mind personally? And is there another way that you pers work towards that? Are there any other tools that you use when oh, that, these outside factors are coming in? Is, is that kind of what you were trying to yeah, get at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Good shit. Uh, well, for me, if I'm, if I'm not healthy, I think my mind is already at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. So for me, being healthy is important. I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to be sluggish. I don't want to wake up, you know, not well slept where I wake up, I'm foggy and shit. I don't want to be putting garbage in my body. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be eating Twinkies all day. Again, I don't think I'll give my body a fighting chance if I'm not taking care of it. So eating good, uh, taking good care of my body. Uh, I, I did write down a few things. Uh, Standing up for my physical freedoms, I think that's really important, especially because I think it's a slippery slope, as you've said. So I practice my own physical freedoms, my freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. You know, I, there's a lot of things that I think that are going on that aren't good, and I use my voice to speak out against it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it makes me feel good about myself, and it helps strengthen my, the freedom of my mind because I, I think I'm genuinely doing something well-intentioned and beneficial, mm -hmm. even though some people don't think it is. Uh, oh, and honestly, this might be the most important, controlling your emotions, not allowing outside factors and outside influences and other people to dictate how you control your emotions. If that guy flips you off in traffic, mm -hmm. don't sit there all pissy for an hour. Don't let that guy fucking bother you. Mm -hmm. He flipped you off, okay, that's it. That's, that should be the end of it. Uh, you shouldn't be comparing your... Well, in my scenario, for me, I wouldn't want to be comparing myself to other people. Mm -hmm. I, I can always go on Instagram and see this guy's got a bigger house, he's got a better car, he's got a better this, better that. None of them have a better woman, so I mean, I, I've got that, but you know, <laughs> a lot of people have a better house, more money, this or that, and I'm not going to spend my time comparing myself because then I'm just robbing myself of the peace in my mind. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really good to not only have good influences, but also have a mission, something that I'm looking like that, something that I can wake up and focus on every day, something that gives my life meaning. Because if I'm just stagnant every day, then the purpose kind of just slowly, slowly fades away. So if I have some kind of purpose or mission, then it helps me to maintain the freedom of my mind. Yeah, and not having a purpose, that leads back into anxiety and stress. If you're feeling like you're just sitting still, then you're going to be stressed and anxious and, and feeling really rough, which is then going to impact how you're making your own decisions and, mm -hmm. and being free in your mind. Now, uh, personally, for me, I think that the biggest thing for me to achieve freedom in my mind is uh, you brought up self-care and you guys both talked about being healthy. And I do think that's, that's a big thing in uh, eating right, eating fresh foods, not stuff with preservatives. That, that'll make you really feel great in general. But self-care is also 
going out and, and doing the, the things that you love and spending time with the people that you care about and really just uh, experiencing everything that the, the world has to offer. And uh, when, when you get in those moments, then, then you can truly be free because I, I, I can't speak for everybody, but personally for me, when I'm having a great time spending time with the people that I love, uh, I'm not thinking about those stresses or anxieties mm-hmm. and everything that uh, keeps me from being free in the mind. So that, that just that right. pushes you out of there. Or spending a little time with your guitar, huh? Yeah, I mean, music is definitely, uh, that's something that I, it takes me to, to a whole other place <laughs> where there's, there's not anxieties or, or stressors. And uh, that's the reason I love playing music is because you can truly be free and you're just in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for me, my music is chess. You know, when, when you're playing the guitar, it's a completely different world. It's, it's a world of a different language, the language of music. When I'm playing chess, it's, you know, it's its own little world of 64 squares and 32 pieces, you versus them, no chance, no luck, just your own little world right here. And you can either control it or not control it. And honestly, that gives me a lot of freedom of the mind, maybe in the same way as music does to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just, you're focused on a very specific thing and it's, it's almost not a necessity that you get freedom in your mind because you can't be thinking about all that other shit while you're doing that. You need, you need to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about what I have to do the next day when I'm playing chess. I'm, I'm worried about how I'm going to advance my rook and my knight and, you know, work my, my team together to just strangle my opponent like a python. You know what that makes me think of? It makes me think of, like, like first of all, it's been awesome watching you guys get better at the crafts that you guys love like I've just I've seen it you know and uh, like say I go into a gym you know I see a big old you know buff dude I'm like fuck man that dude that dude's making me look like I am 5'7 you know what I'm saying <laughs> like and then but at the same time I'm also I also have this perspective where I'm like man that guy worked his ass off to get there and I can do that too it's the same way as like somebody that's driving a Lamborghini. I'm like, man, you know, I'm not calling that dude a shitbag. I'm saying, hey, like, that's really cool, man. Like, I want that too, you know? And that perspective has allowed me to have freedom of the mind, especially with seeing you guys like be so good at what you guys do, you know? Like, I had something like that when I wrestled and everything, and I haven't had something like that in a long time, I think, except for like this, this, what we're doing here. But it, like, I don't feel any way about, like, how good you guys are at it or how jacked that guy is. Not anymore, you know? And I think that's been a real big thing for me, too, like, yeah. with freedom of the mind. Definitely. And you, you said perspective and what you're really getting down to the brass tacks of is a shift in perspective. Because one of the things that we identified earlier on in this conversation is restricting someone's uh, freedom of the mind is uh, feeling self-conscious. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, you're not feeling self-conscious when you see somebody that is objectively better at whatever you're doing at, at that moment. I mean, like the weightlifter is... No, no. Yeah, no, you are, you're feeling driven, and that's a shift in perspective. Because they're two sides of the same coin. You can choose either one of those oh, perspectives. Yeah. And it's easy to just fall into feeling self-conscious, too. But making a conscious effort to be like, wow, 
I, I'm here doing the same thing that, that that guy's doing. I'm just a, a, a couple years back from that. I can get there eventually. That's the same way of looking at the same thing. And yeah. it's just, you got to change your perspective sometimes. Exactly. And, and yeah, and that's, that's our final topic, you know, is that like we talked about how freedom, right? Freedom by definition is it's freedom. It's not, it's not love or evil, right? The, if you if you have freedom, right, you get to do what you want to do, you know? So, like, me personally, I wanted to bring up the fact that, like, there is, you have freedom, you do, especially if you live in this country, but now with that freedom comes responsibility, and you can take it however way you want to take it, but I just think that with that freedom, become, uh, it comes with responsibility from all the people that, that like, died and all the people that worked so hard and all the people that ate random berries, you know, in the woods to get us to where we're at now, man. Like, and that gratitude in, in my heart, it, it's what pushes me to want to see a better world, a better world where we have improved, not, not necessarily, like, fucking completely changed. I just want to improve. I want everybody to listen to each other. I want people to respect other people's freedom of the mind, you know, and not be bitter about the guy that's more jacked than them. I want them to be inspired. I want them to listen, you know, and then volley back something and, and not have, you know, this science says all in their head, you know, quote unquote, where it just, it blocks off so much positive friction and so much, you know, and it, it, like there's conversations that will have failure, but that failure will lead to growth and it, it has led to growth lots of times, lots of times. And shit, man, this, this nation, we've taken down some tyrannical motherfuckers, you know, and we did that through working together. And I just want, you know, everybody to, if you will, like take a moment and be grateful for the freedoms that we have and the clean water and the fact that, uh, and the, the understanding that we're all in this together and everybody's got an opinion and everybody's got a perspective. And I think everybody knows what's right and wrong, you know, and I, Coming from me, I think you should practice feeding the good wolf, and that's that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, I I might be a little bit more of a pessimist because I don't think everybody does know what right and wrong is. There's a lot of fucking pieces of shit out there. Yeah, I and agree with that. I mean, that's that's a bummer, but I will say I'll fight tooth and nail for your ability to have the freedom to go be a piece of shit. But if I see you being a piece of shit, I'm gonna whoop your ass. Oh. I mean, Same. I love it. Yeah. We're coming for you. Yeah. Don't yeah. be a piece of shit, man. Positivity means nothing without the opportunity for, for negativity. Yin and yang, the, it's, it's a balancing act. I mean, love without hate, it doesn't exist. Without, without ups and downs, everything's just a middle gray bullshit thing. So mm-hmm. I, I, am, I'm, I am glad for both sides of that coin that give love and people who make the choice and use their freedom to pursue love. It makes that so much more powerful. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I hate to see people abuse the freedom to... I mean, you can be a shitbag, mm-hmm. but, like, I mean, if you're abusing that freedom, then, I mean, that's, that's not productive for the world. I mean, people died for our, the freedoms that we have today, mm-hmm. and not just, you know, a 100 people or a 1,000 people. We're talking about millions of people over all these years, and... Some of them kissed their wife goodbye before they went overseas, kissed their lovely child goodbye, promised their wife, I'll be back, and then they didn't fucking come back. And this, this is not uncommon. This has happened 
time and time again, and we have these freedoms now because they have fought for them. And I will not let their sacrifices go in vain. So when there's motherfuckers trying to take our freedoms, I will stand up and I will say something. Mm -hmm. Or else, I mean, we're just going to have to do this shit again. But we got, I mean, they closed down businesses. They told you you couldn't go to your place of worship. They t some people got fired because they weren't vaccinated. And they're, you know, they could just say, I, I don't want to... I don't want to take it. No long-term studies. No, you lose your fucking job. 100,000 small businesses went under from the lockdowns. And these are our freedoms being stripped away right in front of us. Mm -hmm. So when they, when they fucking, when they come out and say, oh, you got to do this, mask mandate, vaccine mandate, uh, now you have to use our central bank digital currency. We need to, we need to say fuck you and fuck no. Mm -hmm. Or else we're going to be living in the world that they say that we will be, and this is what world, the World Economic Forum said, welcome to 2030, and it's a picture of a happy young girl. Well, she's just smiling in front of a camera. I don't know if she's happy, mm -hmm. but it says, I own nothing, have no privacy, and life has never been better. That's not what these people fought and died for, mm -hmm. and we cannot keep this freedom in our mind if we don't preserve the freedoms that we have physically. Mm -hmm. That's my spiel. And keep, keep in mind, keep in mind, uh, who Max is talking about? He he is not he's not talking about uh, you know the good-hearted people uh, you know that are for freedom freedom and the people that own uh, small businesses or even the people that were bamboozled or anything you know like we're all people and this is our country it's the people's country and you know we we need to be okay with having perspective and and understanding that you know maybe maybe we can't listen to these people fact for fact, you know, maybe we have to challenge them. Maybe we have to have a voice, you know, and, uh, they should be challenged. Yeah. Everybody ex exactly. should be challenged. No one should have, you know, the ultimate say in what's fact or fiction. Mm -hmm. And we end up in 1984 by George Orwell, <laughs> ministry of truth. Big I brother you, knows Max. all. I love you, Max. You love savage. You too, I love hey, you, Jay. Love I don't you want too, any bro. of this communist bullshit. Yeah. So, Listen, guys, this is the New School Project. It's about everything that you weren't taught. And uh, we went through K through 12. We went through normal school, and we went through all this stuff. And now we have a perspective, and we're here to share our perspective. We're here to listen to you guys, too. And uh, we're here to fight for freedom. That's for damn sure. And our opportunity to be great, man. We want to be great. We're going to be great. And we hope that you come along with us on that journey, because this is our movement. It's our movement. It's your movement. It's the movement of the world going into a better place and uh, being educated. Educated enough to you know, not let out outside things, outside circumstances affect who they are and the good-hearted person they can be and the person that fights for freedom you know, against you know, evil. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm very proud of this podcast. I love you guys. You guys are the best audience in the world. And... Uh, We'll see you soon. I'm Pac-Man Jones. I'm joined with Max Kosmalski and Smoke a fucking J. Audio Master J. Cot. Man of many names. <laughs> Man of many names. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Peace.